and now presenting the best show known to man. My name is Silvio Debacci, and this is Born People in Isolation. Welcome to Wooing People in Isolation. This is the druggiest show on scene where the Italian-Australian hunk of the northern suburbs, me, Silvio Debacci, is able to infiltrate this radio station in order to bring a smile to your day. Coming up on today's show, I answer fan questions from two weeks ago that I forgot to respond to. One of them is, what is the meaning of life? I wish they asked me what is love, so I could just quote Hathaway the whole time. And I talked to Goo, the most weird and wonderful drag performer in Melbourne scene. Also, I will have another story to tell you about nightclubs in Europe. Don't get me started. In this segment called Netflix and Chill with Silvio, I'll be talking about freaks and geeks and Breaking Bad. Be sure to check out my Insta and Facebook at Silvio Debacci during the show. You're listening to Wooing People in Isolation with me, Silvio Debacci. This is Silvio's Wholesome Advice Time, the segment in which I give some wholesome advice to some listeners and occasionally forget that I've gotten those questions from listeners but I will answer them the best I can, and I'll answer them as soon as possible. The first question is, what is the meaning of life? Well, I don't know if you're trying to do this as a joke, because a lot of people are like, ho ho, meaning, life, haha. Anyway, I remember that when I was in high school, nihilism was really big. You know, everyone wanted to be like, yo, life has no meaning. But the truth is, nobody knows, not even me. Even though I'm super intelligent and I have amazing hair, doesn't mean that I know the meaning of life. What I believe is the best thing that we can do if we have no way of knowing what is the meaning of life is trying to find meaning in any way you want. And that is very individual, like the idea of meaning of life is very individual to specific people. For me, for example, I like to find meaning in communicating with others such as my friends and family, but also, you know, doing things such as looking after animals or looking after my garden. It brings me a bit of meaning. Also, doing a bit of work where I know that it specifically impacts a certain person, that brings meaning to my life. That's one of the reasons why I like this show so much. I feel like I'm building a community out there. Who knows? Maybe it's just one American fan. But, you know, that American fan is pretty cool because they know my name, Silvia Debacci. So, yeah. What was I saying? Basically, life is what you make of it. You can look at some philosophers such as, you know, Camus, such as Nietzsche, such as Kant. But, honestly, you don't necessarily have to. You just kind of need to try and find ways of in which to make sense of things. And if you kind of still don't know, 
then look at philosophers because they can be cool sometimes. Like I have a friend who's really into philosophy, is obsessed with it, gave me a philosophy book when I was growing up. And I was like, wow, that's a pretty normal thing for you to give me as a 13-year-old child, you know, to another 13-year-old child. And it kind of gave me nightmares because I was like, ah, life has no meaning. What am I going to do? But honestly, it also gave me some foundations for kind of making sense of my own life. So maybe you can be that 13-year-old kid giving another person, you know, some money. Some shout out to my best mate, Lorenzo, who did that anyway. And the next question is, dear Silvio, can you give me some three life lessons or life hacks to me about your life and how to live the best life? Well, honestly, I don't necessarily think that my life is necessarily as relevant to everyone else's, such as um, yourself, whoever you may be, because I'm so sexy and also, um, you know, my life is as a drag king and not many people are drag kings. If you want to be a drag king, you know, go ahead, but it's not necessarily the most relevant life. But I think the thing that makes me kind of, things I've brought and things I've learned from life is like looking after one another. I, I really like in my shows that I try and incorporate the audience in as much as possible. I think that what I've learnt from that is always to listen to one another. That's a life hack for me, number one. Listen to one another. Learn from one another. You can be really good at improv from that. Also, you can learn about people and help them. And also, maybe in long term, because you listen to that person, they'll help you out the next way around. My second life hack is to wear a leather jacket to everything because it looks pretty awesome. I, I think that wearing leather jackets is pretty cool. It makes me feel like I'm someone who's a bit edgy, but not necessarily edgy. Yeah, that's the thing I want to say. Don't judge a book by its cover. I like to wear leather jackets, but I also like to dance. People assume that I don't, but I do. I love to dance. I love to freaking woo people. So what I would get from what I'm trying to say is wear something that makes you feel confident. For me, it's a leather jacket. And finally, the third thing I would say as a life hack is to have a beautiful best friend who has your back because best friends are forever. For me, that person is Mateo. He's my best friend and we've been friends for so long. So what I want to say is to always have someone beautiful out there to rely on. You're listening to Wooing People in Isolation on Sin. What up, sexy people? My name is Silvio Debachi, and we're here with another special guest. This is Goo. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Can you tell me a bit about yourself, Goo? Uh, stuck inside, mate. How about you? Oh, that's that's pretty cool. I was just meaning more like, why do you have only one name? For example, why are you similar to Cher? Are you similar to other <laughs> things like that? You know, are you the prince? Are you going to turn into a symbol in 10 seconds? You know what? Uh, I don't tell many people this, but um, GOO is an acronym 
an acronym, yes. Uh, my full name is Godfrey Odgar O'Reilly, but call me Goo, it's quicker. That sounds pretty cool. I didn't realise that you had such a full name. I would change I my name too if that was the case. <laughs> yes. I'm it's very, very long-named person. <laughs> anyway, could you tell me a bit about your performances, what you've been doing during this time, all that jazz? All that jazz, yeah. Well, well, my secretary, you might know them, uh, Maddie Elise, uh, she's making the money. She's making the money and I'm doing the filming. Uh, so I'm filming inside and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I've been in music videos. I've been at Kongs. I've been at uh, Pride of Our Footspray. You've been at Pride of Our Footspray. I saw you. Really cool. Oh, thank you. But this interview is actually about you, so let's talk more about you. Uh, <laughs> I just admire you. I just admire you. Uh, uh, I, so, I yeah. do like being admired. I did make a show <laughs> for that particular reason. <laughs> Yeah, your your song was my favourite, actually. I loved that. Yeah. I was around during the 70s, yeah. Uh, around during the 1770s as well. Mm. That was when I was born, 1744. So are you telling me that you're like a really old person? Oh, ancient, mate, ancient. <laughs> Should I be calling you Nonno then? Oh, you can. Uh my kids call me Papa Goo. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know you had kids. Oh, yeah, I've got four little youngsters. Four little youngsters. Uh, they're lovely. They're just lovely. I've got three daughters. Uh, they're up in Scotland. Uh, they were in a play once. Um, but you can't say the name. You can't say the name of the play, the Scottish play. I think I know what it is, but... As this is radio, I don't want to utter the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they weren't in the play themselves. It's just uh, that they they were based, like that some people met them and then they were based, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a so, question um, for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a question I have is that, I've seen you perform a few times and sometimes when you perform, it seems like you spew on stage. It's a bit weird. It's just gross. But I was yeah. just curious, what do you eat to make it so bright? Make it so bright? Well, uh, my performance, my second performance, I think it was, um, to Strike Nine. So I vomited up a lot of Strike Nine. Um, that was uh, pineapple juice that I vomited up. Oof. Oof. Yeah. I guess it was a bit pulpy then. <laughs> oh, yeah. A bit pulpy. You know what's actually pulpy. really interesting? My best friend, Matteo, yeah? Yeah. He's allergic to pineapples. So because of really? that, I don't eat pineapples either. Just don't trust them. Don't trust them. Too spicy. I just want to do it in solidarity for my best friend. You know, that's what friendship is about. Yeah, that's what friendship's about. Do you that's have friends? Uh, or more than friends, I guess? <laughs> I've got my lady friend, Margaret. She's um, in the cemetery 
uh, she pops out every now and again. And uh, that's so yeah, nice we, of someone who works in a funeral place to do that. Yeah, yeah. I did used to work as a grave digger back in the day. Uh, but now I've got this um, old Now you've drag. become a gold digger, am I right? <laughs> you know me too well. You know me too well. Uh, and, yeah, I've got my friend, uh, my secretary, makes the money, uh, Maddie Elise. Uh, she's not here right now. She's at work. That's very good, working, working very hard. Oh yes, she's a yeah, she's a nice girl. She's a nice girl. Yeah. Anyway, is there anything else you want to say? Maybe some performances coming up, or some things that you're doing in this time of isolation. Uh, I'm gonna be in a private footscray mainly, because uh, that's my stomping ground. You know, um, wonderful. That's place. the place you haunt, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they've tried to exercise me, uh, but they, they can't. They can't get rid of me. There's no bloody way. Uh, what else was I going to say? I don't bloody know. I'm old. I forget things. Yeah, I get that. This yeah. is a good reminder to protect our elderly during this time of isolation and stay home. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Protect beautiful performance here like goo. Yeah, you don't want bloody goo to die again. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks so much to talk to me, goo. Oh, it's good talking to you too, mate. No worries. Get your groovy pants on. It's time for me to freaking woo you. It's story time with me, Sylvia Debachi. Story time with Sylvia Debachi, one of my favourite times. Am I right, ladies? Am I right, ladies? Now, this story time is not about romance today. I do not need romance in my life today. Recently, I got a text from someone saying that they broke up with me. I'm not going to name names because I don't do that in this show, but it was very sad. So today, I decided to talk about something other than my love life. I decided to talk about something that I care about more than wooing people sometimes, and that is dance. I love to dance. So while I was in Europe recently, but not that recently, I left quite soon after all of this kind of happened. It was very interesting for me. Anyway, while I was in Europe, I decided to go dancing, you know, do some night fever, do some dancing to do for dancing's sake. Some people say, hey, you do dancing? Me too. I do it to impress all the people in the club. I say, no way. I don't do it to impress anyone. I do it for myself. I want to show off to myself because I am the best person out there. So why wouldn't I want to attract myself? Anyway, I was getting super hyped to dance. Now in Australia, if you go to the clubs, not right now, am I right? But if you go to the clubs, they usually, usually you can hang out with your friends very early. You can start at six dancing. I know, right? There's a DJ at six o'clock. What kind of world is this? And it's the PM, not the AM. Anyway, so basically in Australia, you can start dancing straight away. And I love that because I love to dance so much. I could dance nonstop. I like that. 
they assume that I don't necessarily want to have a super late night in order to shake my groove thing. Anyway, so while I was in Europe, I was getting super hyped because I've heard about all these amazing places to go to. So I wanted to go to some of these places. But to my surprise, you cannot, I said, you cannot go to any dance place before 11 o'clock. And I'm saying p.m., not a.m. 11 o'clock, these places start. I was amazed. I thought that they were thinking that I was a nonno or something. It's crazy. The only nonno in this episode is nonno goo, who's super old, but we still love them anyway. So, I was going through, getting ready to shake my guru thing. It was 6 o'clock. Walked around, nobody to be seen. I waited there. I waited there. Five hours just to get in. I thought, man, there's not even a line, but it's still so hard to get in. What is this? And it's so frustrating to me. I I think... What 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 a shame. You know, people have to work sometimes. Sometimes I have to get up early in the morning and they assume that I would be a person who goes out at 11 o'clock at the start of the night and ends at 6 a.m. How dare you? And, you know, I have various different friends. Some people, you know, in Australia, I start at 6 with them and then we finish at midnight because we like to have an early night. There is no way you can do that in Europe. How dare they? I have to have a petition somehow to be signed so that I can say and voice my very strong opinions about how terrible this is. Don't get me started, am I right? Don't get me started. This is the worst idea ever. You know, this this assumption that people only want to dance for the sake of having a night out. How dare you? I want to dance every day. I don't want to be a ballerina per se, but I want to dance all day. So, in conclusion, from my story time, I think that clubs, you know, when they get back on their feet, they should open better hours because I cannot afford in this period of time to have those late nights. So, in conclusion, after this time of isolation, when clubs are opened somehow, Basically, I want them to take in consideration that there are people like me who want to dance, dance, dance and do not want to have a late night or have friends who like to go home early so they want to have a longer period of time so we don't have to necessarily go out till 6am or have to meet up at 11pm. Yeah, so I think that's a better business model. Netflix and chill with CBO. Yes, Netflix and chill with Silvio Debacci, the only person at the moment that you can kind of cuddle up to. I mean the radio, I guess, but it's still me, Silvio Debacci. It's like I've morphed into this beautiful robotic person that is kind of comfortable in your house, I guess. I don't know, I haven't really seen the decorations because I don't have eyes. That's a bit weird, I'm going to go and change the subject now. So this is Netflix and Chill, the time where I talk about the shows that I have been watching, so maybe you can too. So the first show that I've been watching is Breaking Bad. 
Honestly, I have never seen Breaking Bad before this period of time, but desperate times come from desperate measures. I was convinced to watch this show by my best friend Matteo, who is obsessed with this show. For some reason, I feel like it's been associated with this feeling of masculinity. There's two bros, you know, making drugs. But I feel like it's not really necessarily a show for me. I can't only watch it for having Matteo's company, I guess. I feel like it's a show that has a lot of really interesting stuff, but it feels a bit dated at this period of time because it is a show from the 2000s. I never really thought that the 2000s would be seen as dated. Maybe some of the people younger than I am will be like, well, duh, like Billie Eilish or something. But I think that the thing that makes me kind of spooked is just the, the weird tension. I guess I also grew up watching Malcolm in the Middle and stuff, so I think that may be one of the reasons why it's really hard to watch is because I kind of associate the Brian Cranston with that character. But he's a very good, talented, you know, actor. So maybe it is a thing you can re-watch or watch in this period of time. It's kind of one of those shows that you can watch with various different people. I really like watching it over the phone with Syl- um, with Matteo, not myself, I guess. So it's something to maybe consider watching. The second show that I have watched is The Freaks and Geeks. I am obsessed with this show. I have watched it so many times and I still like it. Maybe it's because I'm super into the teen drama. I'm like, ooh, teen drama is beautiful, it's delicious, it's exciting. So maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm into it. But what I would suggest is everybody should give it a little bit of a watch because it does tackle a lot of really cool issues and really cool ideas about people who are kind of seen as the outcasts within teenage and and because this is our youth kind of represented station I think that it's one of those shows that for my target audience is a definite watch so I'd suggest you watch that also I kind of rewatched it and realized how much the relationship between Nick and Lindsay was really messed up I feel like Back in the day, I kind of excused Nick because I felt myself as being kind of similar to him. You know, a bit of a lovable goofball. But man, oh man, does that boy need to grow up. He is so obsessed with the idea of his pride. As well as this idea of being obsessed with her. Just let her go, bro. You're fine. You're fine. Okay? It's like talking to a younger me. You need to be nice to yourself. You're listening to Wooing People in Isolation on Sin. Don't forget to check out my Instagram and Facebook because I love those places. You can write to me at Silvio Dabachi on either of the platforms. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're going to go into the moment that I love the most that I didn't even do last week. This is my love letters. It says, To Silvio, I can't believe you didn't read out my love letter last week. It's almost as if that wasn't even a segment. How dare you? But I still love you and your sexy hair and your beautiful 
voice that I hear every week. That's very specific and very nice. Thank you for that. It also has another one that says, Dear Silvio, it's so sad that it isn't summer anymore, but hearing your voice brightens up my day. Wow, that's very beautiful. I really like that one. It makes me feel very happy. It's almost as if you you listen to me. It's beautiful. Anyway, here's another one. This is Dear Silvio. I think that you have a beautiful name. I recently found out that your last name means of kisses. I wonder what kind of island or place you were from to get that last name. Anyway, I wish that I could have some of your kisses. And also have you visit me in my house. Winky face, winky face. I don't know how you are able to get winky faces, you know, perfectly in a written note, but you somehow did. What I just wanted to say is, no, I cannot visit you in person. It's not very, you know, appropriate in this period of time. And it's also really dangerous. But you can continue to listen to me on your radio, on Spotify, on Omni, on iTunes, on Intune, in any different platform, because I am multi-platform, baby. Anyway, so thank you for your beautiful messages, but also take care in this period of time, because it's importante. That means important in Italian. Also, thank you for, you know, figuring out my beautiful last name. I don't really know the origins of it, but I can definitely tell you that it is of kisses. It's a pretty cool last name, I think. It's like the Bacchip chocolates. Have you ever heard of those? I really want someone to give them to me. You know, shower me in them. That's low-key one of the reasons why I have my name, I think. is so that someone who is really cool and really talented comes to me one day and showers me in Bacchip chocolates. That's my dream man, my dream woman, my dream person, whoever you are. If you do that to me, I will propose to you the next day. Amen. Okay, so we're nearly at the end of the show. What I wanted to say is a bit of a shout out to my favorite thing in the world, food. Dear food, you're pretty cool. I just ate some food just then. It was a donut. Donuts are pretty great. Is there any food that anyone likes to eat during this period of time? One of my favorite comfort foods is pastina. Pastina is like the, you know, two-minute noodles of the world. Italianized, basically. Pastina is basically the name for small pasta. And you make it into kind of like a soup, like a chicken soup or something. When I was growing up, I would eat it every time after school. And man, was it delicious. Particularly if you put some parmigiano on it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so highly recommend. And particularly if you have a certain particular type, that's like Gran Pandamo, it's pretty good. Anyway, so here's to food, here's to life, here's to being here on sin, wooing people in isolation. Yeah, baby. It's great. So, another thing I want to say is it's okay sometimes to, you know, want to have something that's nice and comfortable and warm 
such as a donut. Sometimes you don't have to eat so many donuts, but man, do donuts make you feel good sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I just really wanted to talk about donuts, particularly because my dad actually brought it in. I never really talk about my dad much, but he's a pretty cool dude. We are doing some gardening recently. I might even take a photo of my garden. It's looking pretty great. There's like some spinach. There's like some carrots. I actually really like carrots, so that's really good. My dad's really addicted to lettuce. I don't know why, but we'll get to the bottom of this through this podcast. This week's podcast didn't really talk much about the idea of me finding my one true love. But maybe it's because I don't really need no man or no woman or no person in general. Maybe I just keep doing me. And that's what I suggest for you. Keep doing you. This is Sylvia Dabachi, wooing people in isolation. Have a good one.